0: This is a CJSR podcast.
1: Volunteer-powered.
0: Listener-supported.
1: Campus and community. Podcast. podcast.
0: Radio. Radio,
1: Radio and, and podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, hey, Julia. Hey, Ariane. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Mika. Hey, Raja. What's the Cheese What's the Cheese Mase is a podcast about Philippinex identity and ethnicity? Hiya, it's Nikki here, and the chismes I want to dig into today is, well, let me ask this first. How are you and your folks gearing up for summer? Yes, I know it's already the middle of July, and it's crazy that I even have to say that. Anyways, with all the commotion for the season of sun and shine, also comes the talk of the body yadi yaddy as Queen Megan the Stallion would put it. Now, I don't think it's too bold of me to say that most Filipinos are no stranger to their titas pinching their arms and getting thrown these supposedly harmless joklangs when they get up for another serving of lumpia or kanin. In fact, it may be the very first thing you hear when you arrive at a Filipino gathering. So it got me wondering, I mean, for all of my life, what the heck is up with that? Today I dive into this very sour cheesiness with my pals Emmy Granado and Marie Sicat. The first thing I wanted to produce for this season is about being fat and Filipino at the same time, because those intersections have greatly shaped my experiences, and I'm sure a lot of Filipino women have been shaped by that experience. Um, so the very first question that I wanted to ask. How old were you when you first became aware of your weight?
1: You know, it's kind of upsetting to even think about that, but I was really young. I would say I was maybe about 10 when I started noticing my body. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because like people were commenting on my body. (laughs) Actually, my dad started noticing I was starting gaining weight because of my grandma when she passed away that's when I started gaining weight it's not just about growing up I was also part of grieving Mm -hmm. and so I think um, my body started to change I was starting to eat more and you know I was also into sports too so it wasn't just pure fat it was also muscle so Mm -hmm. I was in swimming I was in soccer so I was building my body And I think um, 10 was a good age for me, for people, I guess, to be like, oh, you're starting to get fat. And I'm like, awesome. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, ooh, it's time. It's time to make her aware.
1: (laughs) Right? I'm like, okay, haven't even got my period yet, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The awakening has has begun. That's awful. Yeah, because I was thinking about this and I wanted to ask my mom, but she was too shy to join me for the podcast. But I wanted to ask her this question because she's always the one who's like making comments about her own weight. I'm like, when did you start doing that? How old were you? I think I was like seven, maybe even younger, because my cousin, I hung out with her so much. And she was like a lot skinnier than me. And I knew that I was considered the fat one when we were that young hearing those ages it's like why are you concerned about all of that at this age right
1: and it's actually kind of sad because like when I was growing up I was hanging around like a Filipino group basically yeah and at school mainly dominant white school so I didn't have a lot of Asian friends and so when I was not at school I'd hang out with my Filipino friends and Mm. so when I was hanging around like the Filipino group and Filipino families a lot of the titas and titos were always like they wouldn't say anything directly to my face but i'd hear it behind my back literally behind my back and they would make like jokes and it when you're young it doesn't like really click right away but obviously growing up you start like you start realizing that joke actually really hurt like i was friends with a lot of beautiful girls in our group but a lot of them were also skinny so Me and my best friend, we were probably like the same size. We were a little bit chubbier. And our one friend, she was thinner and she was just beautiful in the Filipino eyes. And so when we were hung out together, I remember one of the titas being like, oh, you guys are like the number 100. (laughs) Because me and are round and is like thinner and she's, you know, a one. So I was like. Oh, okay. So they would always call us 100 because we were more rounder than she was. (laughs) I never really understood it until now. But yeah.
0: I mean, like, listeners won't see this, but my jaw dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And you know, like, as a kid, meeting your titas and titos, there's like this awkward, polite laugh. That you feel like you have to do, even though like it hurts. But even even at that age, you don't fully understand why it hurts so much, but you know it does. You mentioned like in Filipino eyes, beauty standards. What was your understanding of that? Because it's not just fatness.
1: <laughs> well, for me, I understood beauty as... Light skinned, thin, skinny nose because people make fun of my nose. Mm. That's what I thought beauty was, and it it oh also maybe like the eye color. Like it was almost like if you were skinny, no matter what you looked like, you're good. You're you're mm-hmm. in the clear. Yeah, <laughs> like you even if you were quote unquote deemed ugly in the face, but if you were skinny, oh you were beautiful. Yeah. You were so gorgeous, and it didn't even have to matter if you were smart either. Mm. Like you could be the rudest person on earth. Mm. And if you are skinny, you are still beautiful. And that's what I thought growing up was like, okay, so I have to be skinny and I have to be white. So growing up, I hated my body. I hated Mm. my skin color. I even hated my nose because my nose is, it is the traditional Filipino nose where it's you know flat it's a little bit wider and I grew up to actually when I started dating my husband now yeah he loved my nose and I never understood why (laughs) and I'm like I hate my nose I hate my eye color I hate I hate the tone of my skin and Mm. it's actually really sad because I don't even know how to explain why it's so stupid on why people think that like being white or being a lighter skin tone is what is deemed beautiful. Mm. And it sucks. It really does because growing up, that's what you think you're mm. ugly. And brains, personality doesn't matter. Mm. What matters is the tone of your skin and the weight on the scale. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Thank you. I agree. At, at least to my experience, like my cousin who I was talking about, she's Morena. It was more often that I got called fat next to her. And no matter what, she was deemed still like beautiful, like she looked like her mom. She was skinny. So and she had a smaller build than me. So that was still prized over the fact that I had really porcelain skin. And so like I grew up like stark white, but because I was fat, they were like, um, mm -mm, no, not good enough. (laughs) And and same with the nose. I'm still learning to have a better relationship with my facial features but i remember and i still sometimes do it now when i like click back into those trauma pockets in my brain where it's like oh man my nose is too flat my nose is too wide and yeah like i, I can't even describe why it's so stupid because these are i would say they're ancestral features now that i'm doing like decolonizing sometimes i wish that my skin was darker how it probably should be and it and that's that's crazy to me and you and i both went to a majority white school and seeing like the you know the more popular girls in my in my grade they're all like skinny and white and i'm like oh well um i can, I can never i could never <laughs> you're like oh uh,
1: i guess i i can't do anything good in
0: my life <laughs> like, at the end of the day like what consumed me the most was this obsession over my physical appearance in in terms of those beauty standards that you described in filipino eyes overall i would say influenced by western beauty standards what was it like navigating that day-to-day
1: well for me it was kind of like confusing because in high school i hung out with a bunch of white people And they were, some of them were like really my close friends. And I would say that I kind of lived a really good life in high school. Like I had a bunch of friends, you know, I was very outgoing and a lot of people considered me as their friends. I I hate saying that like I was quote unquote popular, but I did have what people would say popular life. But when I went outside of my school and hung out with the Filipino people, I was like considered the loser because I was fat, Mm. (laughs) dark. And I wasn't the cool one. It was just like a really weird switch for me because I'm like, well, what the heck? And it's not like, you know, they would tell it to my face. They would tell it behind my back. Like, I remember I was part of a debut and I had to wear, you know, a short dress. For context, a debut is is basically a big party for those who celebrate their 18th birthday. Yeah, I was part of their birthday bash and I was given, like, a short blue dress that I had to wear. um, Already, I didn't feel confident wearing it because it was, you know, it just isn't built for me, and I hated showing off my body in any form. I liked, you know, wearing cardigans. I liked wearing pants because I just didn't want to show off anything. And I remember walking out into the ballroom, and I heard people laugh. And I was so embarrassed. Like, I was part of, like, the dance, I just heard people laughing, and whether if it was towards something else, or if it was towards me, it just, I just felt so, it felt like I almost walked out there naked, mm. because I just felt like all eyes were on me, and whether if it was people were laughing at me or not, because of the things that I had to go through growing up, it just felt like it was automatically towards me, mm. and it, it sucked a lot, and Obviously, I didn't have the balls to stand up for myself back then, nor did I want to stand up for myself because I believed them. I knew mm-hmm. that they were right. I felt like they were right for saying that I was too dark, saying that I was too fat, and like I had like one of my coworkers. She came from the Philippines. She gave me a bar of soap that's supposed to lighten up my skin, <laughs> as like um, a basalubong. and I was like. Oh, so thankful for it because I'm like, yes, now I can finally be white. And I literally was scrubbing my skin every single day I was in the shower, scrubbing it just so I can be white. And I was sad because it wasn't really working. I even like tried starving myself. And I would always like every time I had a meal, I was always like, so annoyed that I ate. Because I'm like, oh, I ate, I ate too much. I ate too much rice, and you know, and then which is which is so dumb. Because like aunties and uncles, when you go to their house, they like make you eat, mm, yeah. and then they judge you for eating, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They be like, get more, and I do get more, and they're like, oh, you're getting more. I'm like, where were you two minutes ago? Were you not just talking?
1: and you get so confused because you're like but you told me to eat it's like a trap literally a trap do you do you get more or do you not get more and then they get mad if you don't eat and you're like well i i don't know <laughs> and you're so confused
0: ma'am please please clarify right now what you want from me because <laughs> oh my god that is so terrible i'm so so sorry that you had to go through that that's like I, I worry just how much that resonates with a lot of people, though. Mm-hmm. At the same time that it gives me comfort that it's like, oh, there's camaraderie. Like there's people who know that crushing this heartache of being like Filipino and fat, like somebody knows it. But then it's also awful that somebody else has gone through that. Yeah. Like I hated wearing dresses. I hated wearing skirts. I hated wearing shorts. And that's why for much of my teenage years, I wore like, you know, big oversized men's shirts to hide my body, like those those curves. And then like, I just felt mocked, like you said, like being laughed at. It's like it just I felt like a joke. So I never wanted to participate in femininity, like wearing dresses. But then they'll like comment on like, why are you dressed like that? I'm like, you don't make me feel good when I dress otherwise. So, like, what's the point?
1: Yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough. And my husband, he's white. So, when I would bring him to, like, these Filipino parties, they would even judge him. (laughs) And I'm like, where where does anyone win? Like, it Mm. wasn't about his skin complexion. It was about his weight. Mm. And so, they would judge his weight and being like, oh, you're too skinny. So, obviously, through the years... (laughs) he would he would eat and then um, just recently we went to visit my auntie and uncle and the first thing that they said to him when he walked through the door is oh you got fat <laughs> And he's, he's like okay so I guess I never win <laughs> because he's he's either too skinny or too fat yeah. there's nothing in between yeah and I'm like you know it sucks because it doesn't just affect the Filipinos it affects whoever you're with as well, like, you know, it affected my husband and he's not even in our community. He's not Filipino, Mm. but yet he was still affected by this fat phobia. And it's stupid because I'm like, well, great. So now it's going to pass on to my daughter where Mm. she's going to grow up being like, okay, so I can't look this way. She's a lighter complexion. And so she'll have that in the bag and like people will comment to me being like, oh, good thing she got a lighter complexion because she's lighter. And I'm like, okay, thanks. That's awesome. And awesome. Now my daughter is going to be like, I'm beautiful and my mom's not. (laughs)
2: Like,
1: you know what I mean? And it is so hard to even deal with that. And I really pray that this whole different culture will change the acceptance of, you know, whether you're dark, light, fat, skinny you're still beautiful it's the personality it's your brains that deems you as beautiful not what you look like because Mm -hmm. that's that's the truth
0: yeah i worry about the opposite which is really i but it's still the same spectrum of like when i have kids my partner is a lot darker than me every time we hold hands i i look at his his hand and i'm like wow He's darker than me. And I really, I want to say appreciate it. I really love it about him. Like it's a really good complexion. He wears it well. But I've had worries before that when I have kids, people are going to say stuff like, oh, they're so dark. And I'm i going to just fight. <laughs> and, but I do worry about that because if my mom, bless her heart and bless her soul, like she loves me so much. And at the same time, she's passed down this trauma to me. How easy will it be for me to do that, right? And that's why I'm trying to undo that now, which is easier said than done. So I wanted to ask, now that you are a mom, especially to a daughter, what has your healing journey looked like fighting against those standards?
1: Well, for me, I feel like I'm even still trying to heal from that. I mean, going through postpartum, I had postpartum depression, and I feel like I still kind of do. It was hard. I am still dealing with that trauma. I'm still dealing with those voices in my head, those reoccurring jokes and reoccurring phrases said to me. And I'm still trying to heal from that. And trying to raise a daughter in this crazy world is really hard, but it's not impossible and what I've been trying to do is you know when people comment about her beauty comment oh you're so beautiful you she's so pretty I always try to like make sure that they're aware that she's not just pretty because of her look she's beautiful because of her strength and because she's going to become smart when she grows up and because she's going to do kind things to many people and so every time I'm at home in commenting on her, I always try to make sure that I say that she's beautiful, she's smart, and she's strong, because mm. those are the things that will define a person. And when you continuously tell people what they are, that's what they will become. And so I want to make sure that I'm always telling her that she's strong, she's smart, and she's beautiful. That's the only thing things that matter. Like, you need to just try to, you know, for moms that are wanting to to change their ways of saying things like try mm. to encourage those things that matter in a personality is the strength that you want to have your your daughter to be the the brains like be smart make good decisions be be kind be loving towards people and that's what matters and that's what I want to t- try to make sure that I communicate to her and to the people that are helping raise her like her grandparents her her aunties and her uncles to always just communicate to her that she's not just you know boobs in a butt she's not just her skin tone she's not just her weight she is more than that and her worth is based on her actions and her actions is what defines beauty mm. is being kind and being loving and that's what i want her to remember I- i'm sure she's gonna have her own trauma and i'm sure she's gonna have you know her own battles to fight but i really don't want her to be confused on whether her skin tone is what beauty is it- going to define her as and what her weight is going to define her as because growing up for me it was hard it was really hard and I'm still struggling with it till this day like I still get jealous when my friends have like such light complexion and they look so great on those photos and I'm like I don't look like that I look dark and I, I always try to brighten up my photos just so I can look mm. just a little bit lighter. And it's toxic because it it's hard to kick away. It's hard to ignore because it's just almost like it's ingrained in you yes. because of what people have said and what you started to believe in. Mm. And you you start to believe those those things. And mm. so my encouragement and my hope is that she grows up to be understand that beauty is not the outward it's the inward
0: so yeah that's so beautiful thanks Amy. <laughs> i'm really excited for this new generation of, of filipinos and especially as we are more I, i'm finding that the new generations are more interested in dismantling those beauty standards and especially researching before colonialism what were the features of our ancestors and why are we so against them so i'm really excited to to see like just a bunch of filipino kids grow up to know that their beauty lies within um and when you talked about like the papaya soap girl like i when my grandparents came here i asked them to buy me a bunch and they gave me like 10 And I would scrub myself with that. And I was so dry because that soap is so drying. But I wish I would rather have known about how valuable my intelligence was and my kindness. And when you say that, like what you want to encourage in in your daughter. I used to think when I I think I was like 15, 16, I think to myself, I'm nice to people. Like I'm I'm getting good grades. Why is this the only thing that everyone is like concerned about? It's so weird. Stop thinking about me. (laughs) are you so obsessed <laughs> you know like my god <laughs> yeah I-, I was curious as to what is your relationship like now with your beauty and and what that looks like for you
1: i'm still trying to be in a good relation it's i would like to say it's complicated because <laughs> you know again i'm still trying to heal from that but you know over the years i have cuz like when i was in high school i'd wear gray contacts every day because i'm like gross brown eyes yuck so um once i started dating my now husband he really was like telling me like i don't want to see your gray contacts i want to see your natural eyes and so i i started liking my natural eye color so when we got married he's like i don't want your gray contacts like that's the one wedding gift I want is to have to marry you in your natural eyes and I'm like okay and that was really hard for me and so ever since I was married which was like a few years ago I'm starting to love my eyes which is crazy because I never used to Um, I'm starting to like my nose which is great because you know I am I have a cute button nose, you know, not a lot of people can say that. So I'm very proud of my nose. <laughs> and you know what? I actually started liking my complexion a lot more, you know, having this dark beauty that I have. I'm starting to appreciate the dark skin tone. Like, yeah, there's some times where I will hide in the shade, <laughs> but, you know, I will wear tank top when it's really hot and I'll show off my my beautiful flabby arms because you know it's hot yeah (laughs) like I'm not about to wear a cardigan when it's stupidly hot and so I I just started to love my my Filipino look not a lot of people that I know that are Filipino have that same complexion that I do Mm. like a lot of them are a lot lighter than I am Like my nieces, for example, they're all lighter than I am, and they both have Filipino parents. Mm. So I'm very blessed to have like this dark complexion Mm. and this dark eyes and a flat nose, because that's what I believe Filipinos can look like. There, it doesn't have to be like thin, light-skinned person that is mm. a Filipino. Like, no, yeah. that is not just what Filipinos look like. They they come from an origin of dark, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I was researching during the Black Lives Matter movement, I believe. I was researching a lot more about the Filipino ancestry. And I've seen that there was, there was very dark Filipinos, like we were farmers back then. So I'm very, I'm very appreciative of my dark complexion now. I hope that I can say someday I can look in the mirror and not comment about my body weight. But here I am still commenting about it. And you know what, it's okay, baby steps. It's taken me a lot of years to even appreciate the things that I have now and Mm. I'm hoping someday that I'll just look in the mirror and I don't see anything but goodness right so that's where I am today is appreciating the little things of my body and eventually I'll appreciate my big thing which is my body
0: (laughs) (laughs) very well put well you know what all progress is valid there's not like a perfect stage where you're like okay I am a hundred percent good now <laughs> but you are making you're making those steps and especially with your daughter here now but yeah like it takes time it's not perfect it's not linear there are some days you can ask my fiance on sunday i hated my body yesterday i wore a crop top and like low-rise jeans and i was like oh, feeling it <laughs> like it it changes from day to day because those voices they just like plant homes in your mind so they're they're longtime residents but every little step counts i mean it can look little to somebody but i think for everyone it's a scale much larger than we realize to be able to look in the mirror and be like i don't hate my skin today good job because <laughs> it, it used to be the complete opposite before and yeah all progress is valid i think that this was such a, a beautiful conversation i am so grateful that you joined me today everything that you said i was just like ooh oh it's my it's my heart a little because i've lived that i've i've been in in those shoes i'm still in those pairs of shoes growing up fat in a filipino community it's hard it sucks at its simplest it's just this this isn't the vibe (laughs) you know so i'm really grateful that you shared your story is there anything else that you want to add
1: I want to also say, like, the Filipino community is not just toxic, <laughs> you know, there are so many beautiful aspects of the Filipino community, there, I've had titas and titos that are so supporting, and so, so giving, when they, when they give, they give, like, they give you their all, and when they cook, damn, do they cook real good, <laughs> and our language you know I don't blame myself for being fat because our love language is food Mm. and so like when we get together it's all about the food and I love that about our culture I love that we are so many different things I've had someone say like oh I love Filipinos because they're just like a mix of everything and it's true we kind of are we're like a mix of a good mix of everything and so I just want to say that the Filipino community as much as it can be toxic it can be so beautiful in so many different ways and I just don't want people to forget that just because your aunties and your uncles have literally put you down there's a lot of aspects of Mm. our community that is so beautiful Mm. and if you just shine light on it (laughs) it, you can see the beauty in in our community and yeah just want to say that
0: Thank you so much. That is so true. I think sometimes when we get too maasim, too sour, you forget about the sweet parts, right? So that's something that I'm learning when I'm reflecting on my Filipinoness. I forget sometimes to appreciate that there are so many things to be proud of, so many things to be grateful for, to get to say that I'm Filipino is a gift. So thank you for that reminder. Our generation gets a little too sour. But <laughs> being Filipino is, is wonderful. So thank you. <laughs> so today I just wanted to explore the whole topic of being fat. <laughs> and I think a lot of people Maybe people that are like outside of being Filipino, they'll kind of hear it. And they're like, oh, that's kind of mean. That's kind of offensive. But I think it's um, a shared experience. Now, being fat, although it hurts, I've learned to just say like, yeah, I'm a fat Filipino, especially in the Filipino community. So that's what we're exploring today. And because the whole season is all about being Sour, as inspired by Olivia Rodrigo,
2: yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So, we're kind of calling this season Maasib. <laughs> <laughs> That's very accurate. I love
3: that. I love it. I'm like
0: yung nails, it's perfect because it's the purple, I think, that we're doing. I'm so excited. I know it's not going to cover everything because it's so complex, but it's good to start somewhere, diba? Right? That's
3: right, that's right. Let's have fun. <laughs> yes.
0: um, so my first question, what was your earliest memory of becoming aware of your fatness?
2: Oh, I see. Alright. So I think my earliest um memories of it of the concept of being fat and how it's like not desired in Filipino culture is I think I was early teens, like probably twelve thirteen, yeah, and then uh I remember they started like you know making comments about my body my fam- my family started making comments about my body mm-hmm. um and then I remember I couldn't remember what triggered that moment but um i was um in a um dressing room at the mall and we were buying swimsuit Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: then i remember crying in front of of the mirror because i i felt like i didn't look great
3: Mm -hmm. i looked
2: fat as if it was a bad thing Mm -hmm. which is not like you know after years of unlearning i'm like we were always been Beautiful through every step of the way. And like, what is beautiful? Mm-hmm. And why is it exclusive of being fat? Those yeah. are like, that's like my first, first memory. And I can't remember exactly what triggered that moment
3: mm. yeah. for me. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was asking uh, the other guest about this question of that earliest memory. I know what how old I was. I think I said I was about five or six. I first realized that... Na- oh like i'm different like i'm fat because i i was put into this other category of being fat but i can't remember like that that specific moment that triggered it yep. yeah yes, like yeah. you remember the comments but there's a certain point where you just become aware you no know, you look at your body and you're like <laughs> you're yes, like dissatisfied like yes. as a kid i heard those comments but it didn't click in until a certain time and i can't remember yeah.
2: Yes. Same here, like isn't that wild how early it was? Yeah. We were just children. Yeah. How why were they imposing those bodily image issues upon us as if we are like supposed to be attractive? Yeah. We're supposed to be sexual. We're just kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was I think ten, eleven, twelve when um, yeah. first time go a cow, that was like as early as five or six? And like why are we as putting these pressures on children? Mm-hmm. Right? That's how early and ingrained it is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad we've come a long way, but I don't really feel the same. I don't remember the exact words, but I remember exactly how I felt. That I felt like as if something's wrong with me when there wasn't. And I remember too, you know, Sagala um, uh, and like Flores de Mayo tradition in the Philippines, like in four provinces. Do you remember that? Like yung, you're going made there's like processions it's like a religious catholic thing where you like dress up in like gowns. So I part my family and I participated in that a lot. And then I remember the first time I was gonna participate on that. I was only like twelve or thirteen years old and then I'm I'm gonna work out. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get for this. Yeah, that was my earliest memory. And then I was like, I think I don't know what I was I think I was doing push-ups <laughs> I'm like, look at me.
0: <laughs> mine was mine was jumping jacks.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, jumping jacks, right, right? Like you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like isn't that crazy? like yeah. like na, like, na ganun nakaaga
0: yeah. Well because having to say that I was six years old and my cousin would have been 7 or 8. Uh she is much thinner than me. And so like I when you were talking about like, you know, gala and like getting dressed up, I was thinking about the way that, you know, I always got praised for say like other talent. So like I I got good grades. I mean, that was also a trauma response, but that's another episode. <laughs> but I got good grades and I like you know, did singing at church and stuff. But at the end of the day, no matter how good I was at that stuff, the the tag at the end of the line is like, "Oh, but loose weight, huh?" It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm a child. Like I'm ex- enjoying my hobbies and my talents, and then at the end of the day, I have to go home with this like shame of being like, "Oh, it wasn't good enough," because I'm just seen as fat. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, of course, yeah. but there's a there's a thing attached to it. Yes. So.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. It's the negative thing and feeling na attached to it. You stigmatized na at- attached. That you can be reduced. Like I hate that line. I think I always heard it. Maganda kasana kung. Right? Maganda kasana kung payat ka? Maganda kasana if you lose this much. Yeah. And i like, I've heard that a lot too throughout my life. Like, even before leaving, at like, because er, I, I immigrated ng at 21 years old. And mm-hmm. even before I left, I was already an adult. And my most beloved ones tell me that. I almost believed it at, you know, some point in my life that you know for me to achieve things in life I have to um I have to be skinny and then like that's also kind of like what got me started in like fitness is like the regular weight loss journey of it mm. and then nung, actually didn't dwell I didn't dwell and I also love the body that I am in mm. but it's just the outside noise yeah. and I somehow listened to it and then I got into fitness and then, not realizing the benefits of fitness outside of that, and I'm like, wow, how liberating
3: is this? It's like moving meditation, and I'm like, ano yung nice <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: I think like even though that say like the experience of being fat is pretty relatable, um, I'm glad to know that it's come out differently for other people because for myself that noise became my own noise talaga like um and it's been it's been so hard to like extract those noises to replace them because like when it becomes your noise like you kind of have to it's not just about removing the outside ones it's about reteaching your inner like voices telling you these things and like i i still have to like reform it (laughs) every day um but it's really interesting to know that you know people still experience it differently to my own yeah um but yeah like you're so right like as kids like i i didn't understand like that dynamic like why does it matter to you if like i'm maganda like what do you want from me (laughs) like (laughs) my
2: sexualization my fetishization at an early age why are you ranking us or putting us into rating us down to our attractive levels Mm. when we are kids Yeah. yeah yeah and like I totally get you when the outside noise becomes internalized that's the hardest yeah and it's also very hard to be surrounded ka ng ganon yeah. by your loved ones who you yeah. you love them at so, like different aspects of your life or different yeah. aspects of your life. But then with this one thing, you can seem to be on the same page. And it just,
3: yeah. it really
2: brings our mental health down. And it's like, I so get it that na, 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 na internalize natin yung, inner, yung outer dialogue ng the inner dialogue. And that's when it gets hard. And I think most of our Adult lives not relatable with our diaspora. It's like unlearning that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's. Mm-hmm. It was yeah because it was so weird to me. My my mom would always tell me that I'm beautiful. I don't think she ever commented on my weight, but I had to listen to her comment on her own. So like that that external voice for me was my mom's internal one, but she was projecting it so. I picked it up. So like all the things that she's like told her body or like said out loud about her body, like I catch myself saying those things about myself. And um, that was really conflicting because there are loved ones. And so she would tell me, oh, you're you're so smart. You're so pretty. And I know she was genuine and she is genuine about it. And at the same time, like when she's commenting on her body and other women's bodies, like in my head, I'm like, is she telling me the truth? Like, there's contradicting yeah. stuff. So I'm like, I don't know what to trust. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's right.
2: That's right. I, I so get you don sa aspect na yon. I think yung loved ones natin who also, like, deprecate yeah. on themselves mm-hmm. when it comes to that, it's like, sometimes hindi rin sila aware sa sinasabi nila. Because, like, it's so relatable. Ganyan din my mom. It's kind of like, yeah, my mom too, like... Like, you know, very conscious. There's a line between being conscious about your health and your body. That's like, okay, it's normal. And then, like, you fall into, like, self-deprecation. And then, ko rin yon that, yeah. like, why are you bringing yourself down? Like, you're so beautiful.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, even, like, I, I have loved ones too, na kahit hindi sila directly nakatanggap ng, ano, ng, yeah, my sister. Yung sister ko, hindi siya directly nakatanggap ng, slender mm. when it comes to being fat because they're pretty skinny or like thin growing up um, but like kind of nagkaroon din body image issues yung sister ko yeah. lagi nilang lagi naririnig na sa akin yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah and like ako naman I think I think there was a time that I felt really down na na internalized when I was in the Philippines like I think college years or like early 18s Mm. 20s, yeah, na, na internalized, well, maybe I should, yeah. na, like, lose weight, ganyan, ganyan. and then, I was really, really down and stressed about it, mm. and then, like, it's like a hamster wheel, yeah. never being happy, yeah. and then, um, what do you call it, but yeah, yung, yung marinig mo, yung criticism ng ibang tao towards themselves, and towards sa ibang tao, and it makes us wonder, do you yeah. really think genuinely about what you said to
0: me yeah 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 i didn't know what to, what to trust yeah, <laughs> parang yeah. parang double spy like i i really had to think about it yeah so in terms of those comments cuz we both talked about hearing those comments from other people like i would hear a lot like that line you would be so pretty if you were you like thinner i i know that comment and sometimes bless bless my lola she still comments that on my facebook Photos, mm-hmm. what was it? There was this one. <laughs> I think yeah. she commented, are, are you pregnant? And I literally just commented, Lola, I'm just fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just fat. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm just <well> yeah, <laughs> oh I'm doing good. Oh, mas- I'm doing good. <laughs>
2: I'm cooking well, nourishing yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so, yeah. it it was something that I just had to be straight with. Because I didn't want to disrespect her. But just yeah. be like, Lala, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just fat. Yeah,
2: exactly. Sometimes, no. Like, alam mo na, somewhat nasa unlearning process na tayo. Unlearning journey na, like, para sa akin, hindi na stigmatized yeah. being fat. And, like, the word fat. And then, like, uh, yeah, kapag ay ako na... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah Yeah. and I'm still all of these things, yeah. yeah, and I'm like that's a part of me, and it's great,, yeah. <laughs> and like what well, I don't mean like there's like body acceptance, there's body neutrality, and there's body positivity, right, yeah, and I feel like it's so normal, it's so okay for us to be in a nonlinear journey that we do mm. it's an ongoing relationship, what's like yung to myself and like to my friends and clients, Na like our physical goals
0: are irrelevant
3: Mm. it's
2: our relationship within ourselves yeah Yeah. that matters the most yeah i i
0: I think like i have been at my happiest when my goal in terms of movement and wellness and fitness was about just feeling stronger and happy because i i would i think in grade nine i lost 25 pounds good for me that was crazy But my happiness was so contingent on how much I lost. Mm -hmm. And instead of being happy that I worked hard towards something and felt stronger, that went away when I gained that weight back from stress and whatever and just life. And then I forgot all about those achievements. Right? So... It's so weird. Anyways, I love my Lola. That's a disclaimer to everyone. I love my Lola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yes, I totally,
2: I totally get that. Exactly. What's difficult pati, to process is that um, these people, our loved ones who does these comments, it's like it's also thousands of years of colonialization yeah. <laughs> being ingrained. Yeah. That yung ancestors nila ganung din na, na traumatized then, naganung din, yeah. na din matiset. And like, actually, I am proud of us. For breaking these patterns and starting intergenerational yeah. healing, para sa susunod mga yeah. na mga. Tayo yung ancestors, yes, right? I yes. love to think that it's, Yeah, it's on us. Yeah. Alam mo yun na um na hindi na yung next generation yeah. Yeah. hindi naganon na, like for them to know that um being fat is not a bad thing. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah
0: it, that's where the I, when you mentioned body acceptance, body neutrality, and body positivity, I like to think that I operate on all three Uh, like I just kind of like bounce from one or I I carry all of them at the same time because it can get iffy but I think in the middle of body neutrality it's like yeah fatness okay and anyways it's both for me it's about being like I love I love being fat I love my body and then also I'm just fat
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the celebration and then there's the acceptance and neutrality of yeah. it yeah. All are part of humanity. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Alam mo, what I love is seeing your photos of you on your fits,
3: on your <laughs> floor, material, <laughs> <exterior>, feminine youth and eyes. Thank yes. you. Off, you <laughs> Thank it. you.
2: Yes, nakakalisin tayo, to Nakakalisin tayo sa ating Will of tolerance, our survival mode, and into driving and celebrating. Yes. Who we are our vessels. Cause like yeah. our bodies do so much more than image. Yeah, this is vessel. natin that carried us through all of life, yeah. through, through struggles, traumatic events. How strong and adaptable and resilient we are. We've like what, left our lands mm. with these bodies mm-hmm. and like with our DNAs and like the knowledge of our ancestors. Natin. Yeah passed down to us. We're able to alchemize, we're able to yung ano, ancestral wisdom, we're able yeah. to put it in into something mm-hmm. because of our bodies. Yes. And yeah, I love it. I love seeing our um Philippine ex-Filipino diaspora yeah. alam yon, na. Yeah. Celebrating us and, like, breaking those,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I love seeing people, like, dance on on my Instagram. I love seeing my fellow Filipinx just... It doesn't have to be embracing their body, but just living in it with gratitude. And in terms of, like, passing down ancestral knowledge, I was gonna ask, like, what do you think the intentions are or were behind the comments that we receive?
2: Oh, I think... It's like intentions, but more like they were not aware of it. Your loved ones, natin, they're not aware of their own intentions, or like they're not conscious of the gravity mm. of it. But like, I think it's really passed down unconscious intergenerational trauma.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that like, yung years of like colonialization, natin, for 300 red years, so much more. Right, like marami pang undocumented, <laughs> like we were a race of our yeah. indigenous practices, diba? Yeah. like prior to colonialization. Can you imagine? I like reading about like pre colonial Philippines and how like we had our own systems, and some of it, a lot of it, also was able to like survive colonialization.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but marami na, na get washed down, and like yung yung phobia is yeah. also anodin ng colonial and it's also like I think it's still tied down to anti-blackness and like white supremacy too yeah. yes yeah and um, I think the intentions no is like they didn't mean to bring people down and it's like mm. more like an unconscious reflex yeah but also what to call it, willful ignorance is not you know it's not cool yeah it's,
3: um, it's- we all
2: have so many resources now to learn. And like, also, just like, what do you call that? Now, like, can we just not be kinder to each other, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, with the intentions, I'm not sure myself, but I feel like it's more like an ingrained mm. reflex. Find it just easy na ang parang pagbat, how we treat each other, how we greet each other. It's like, oh, tumaba na. Oh, mm. like, why is it the first thing? Why not? How are you? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I love my Lola. And I'm sure that from where she was coming from like she loves us loved us then too and will continue to love us but i like the way that you frame it as like it is a reflex this thing that's just been enforced upon us to look at our bodies against this comparison to (sighs) standards from colonization like you can't talk about fatness without talking about the exactly. colonization and imperialism as well from America. Yes. Um oh, yes. yeah oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting to that the actual piping hot
2: portion
3: of all. Okay, let's get
2: that the
0: actual the actual tea because like I wanted to ask like how did you come to understand the ideal the Lagang Pilipinex? Oh
3: my gosh.
2: Ah! <laughs> okay let's get this I so <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me describe the lag Filipina. <laughs> Standard and aesthetic. Yeah. Na, alam mo yun, very predominant. Sa Pinas. And yeah. even here, yeah. still a lot of us in the diaspora carry. Those beliefs, the yeah. standard So the standard of the she is um, very demure. She's very feminine. She's quiet and submissive. She's skinny and light-skinned. With her pumaypai going like this, I am none of those things.
3: I <laughs> love <laughs> <now> brown fat.
0: Clear. Ha ha Yes, and and I like that you mention femininity and demureness. Because this was something I wanted to discuss in talking about being fat and Filipino, and you know the ideal the lagom pilipina where I never felt like I could ever achieve this femininity because I wasn't thin. Right, yeah. People will be like, "Oh my gosh, you're becoming Dalaga." But if you just lose a little weight, like,
2: what? <laughs> right, right. Why are why is our femininity not be, and beauty allowed? Hindi really allowed na i celebrate yeah. because we are nothing. Yeah, and like because we are not submissive and quiet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like feeling ko yun yung ano ko ng adulthood is like yeah. when I have like overcame that I, I think I still like you know I'm still working on it sometimes I still cut myself like shrinking myself smaller
3: mm-hmm.
2: on like uncomfortable uh situations but yeah. also like now I like now like I'm actively trying to overcome that of like you don't have to be that the like I'm Filipino yeah like, also like kind of
3: like like virginal like,
2: yeah <laughs> 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 and then like, I realized ko lahat pala yun. Mula embrace ko being loud, brown, queer, fat, I'm like that's the strength of it, and that's what I wanna pass down. Yeah, yeah. Because alam mo, diba sa Philippines, other than fa- like other than the stigma of being fat, lots of colorism. Yeah, lots of um whitening our skin. It's mm. a multi million billion money maker in the philippines right
3: yeah. yung
2: skin whitening products cleaning, like yung yeah. mga yung detox like all for what yeah. all to like get us close to whiteness yes
3: right
0: yeah i i remember my dad would buy our whole family like has oh, it got metamucil or whatever like it was this like gross drink that he was like it'll help us lose weight and then I would beg my lolo and lola to bring me the likas papaya soap uh, so that I could be lighter and I I love that you mentioned anti-blackness because our our indigenous ancestors were very dark and and like just erasing all of like what our ancestors look like to uh, to build this idea of the Dalagang Pilipina like I always pictured her like, like you said porcelain white skin brown ice but not too dark because you know she still needs to h- have a hint of mestiza, <laughs> <laughs> <The> mestiza. <laughs> and she had to have like lighter brown hair not like jet black had to be straight uh, you okay, basically, you yeah, in more ways than one, you had to be straight. Um, yeah. You, I basically felt like I had to look like Anne Curtis. <laughs> right? No, what? no, hate Anne Curtis, <laughs> but I know, like. <laughs> I Anne like
2: Curtis, but she's very funny and beautiful. But also, yeah, when that young standard naging upheld, na like look. Colorism is so real, yeah. so, so Philippines. For you to move forward in mean, the show business, yes. It's like, pinamos sa TV. Who is there? Light yeah. skin Filipinas, mestizas. Oh, yeah. I celebrate all beauties. Thing. Hindi tayo monolith. Yeah. But like, bakit is Like, and also like, the dark skinned actors and actresses, like in roles, nila, they're put into like, still made fun of. Yeah. Like, comedy anime, roles. One, yeah. And
3: seriously. Yeah,
0: right? I think I saw like a a movie uh, like, and it really sucks because you don't want to like bash your fellow Filipinx folks, right? right? But there was this movie I watched. Everything else about it was like pretty, like funny, like classic Filipinx like comedy. Uh, I can't even describe it. Like you, well, you kind of have to watch Filipino movies to know the (laughs) to know the vibe but (laughs) there was this one character and she wore like a wig with like really curly and kinky hair and they did like a darker skin tone on her so blackface and she was like a a butt of the jokes in that movie and that's the only only roles that are kind of given or assigned to that, yeah.
2: Yeah, sa mga dark-skinned um, actors and actresses, like yeah. mga morena talaga, yeah. and yeah. like, what do you call that? But kahit sa mga fat actors and actresses then, they're usually the, the trope, yes. alam nyo yung fat trope, or like yeah. na comedic na ano. Yeah. But like, bakit hindi naging main character yung mga dark-skinned and fat? Yeah. Yeah. My I
3: mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They, like
0: they're they're always just the best friend, and yeah. they never get. And and it's not to say that like everyone has to end up with a partner, but it perpetuated that it's narrative. Perfect. That narrative of, like, oh, you're just, like, the sidekick and, you know, you'll never be the main character, like, unless you look a certain way. And, you know, I know in a lot of sense, like, there's a lot more going on in the world, but this really shapes and really targets Filipino women, mostly, or femme-presenting Filipinos are targeted with these standards, yeah.
2: exactly and like alam like yun na nakikita natin sila never the main character and like mostly supporting yeah and like we don't see them having rich successful lives nakikita mm. natin yung mga light skinned characters na yeah. ano na they get to live rich lives and like yeah okay I know there's many issues or many other things but like us growing up mm-hmm. imagine mo like since our childhood you know, nakita natin we never see happy endings for yeah. like brown queer fat Filipinos yeah. like us we didn't see that so like oh then maybe in real life I won't condition that we to accept and believe that we don't deserve rich full lives as yes. well yeah because like, we don't see those stories no, no we have to be skinny and light para to get those yeah. opportunities and like a good life so like fuck that
0: <laughs> just in short in summary fuck that <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. exactly, right, yeah, and then
2: like you internalize again, it it can affect us up up to this day, yeah, right? like yeah. us shrinking ourselves, not taking yeah. up space. that's why I am living for your brown fat Filipinos taking up our space <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly, kasi and there's nothing again wrong with being quiet. And being demure because sometimes like for me like I think uh, it's been a journey of accepting those dualities of sometimes I'm super loud sometimes I'm more demure and I'm full as a person in both of those areas right? Yes. yes that's right
2: that's right The that duality of it of like we can be oh, yeah.
3: we can be we're, we're
2: multiverse beings like I'm like we're complex beings, yeah, and like I think sa ano, yung upheld nga na ano na beauty standard in the Philippines is like, um, it just hurt lang when we are boxed, when we are forced into boxes,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. But like, I am so proud
2: of that, yeah, because I rarely like you know, madami parin, yeah, sa dress para natin. Holds the same And I'm like, I try to hold as much kindness and openness mm-hmm. and empathy when talking yep. to folks that are not journey nila. I like, yeah, like, kind of like, why do you think that way? Why do you feel mm-hmm. that way? That you have to mm-hmm. look a certain way. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. uh, that duality, you can be that, that's totally fine, ma'am, she girl, but where do you think that comes from it's yeah. it's okay to embrace that but let's make sure that we know the history of it and yes. the consequences of it being the only narrative that's seen as successful that's right. seen as you know acceptable because like getting into my relationship that I'm in now i and even when i started like being interested in dating which took which took a very long time because of the fact that I thought I wasn't allowed to I thought I wasn't allowed to fantasize about you know like being taken on dates or whatever whether it be yeah yeah Yeah. any of that yeah yeah I didn't think that I could even entertain that until I looked a certain way and then even when I was like oh whatever I'm just gonna go on dates I still get weirded out sometimes that like I'm yeah. in a healthy and nurturing romantic relationship because yeah. there's still that ingrained ideas of like mm-hmm. Sino who do I think I am to receive love and intimacy this way mm-hmm. right
2: yeah I'm so glad you went to that because salamat you sa openness because I really resonate with it of how like, alam mo yun like yung fat phobia na external and then na internalized natin and then we feel or think that we're not deserving when we are deserving of those things, pleasure, love, intimacy as a fat person and like, um because like, it affects our relationships. Yeah. Kasi like, yeah, yeah, yung level of, ano natin, like yung level of um safety natin with other people, mm-hmm. like na, it's still affected ng yung, yung, in- you ingrained na ano yeah like like we are so deserving mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, i'm so glad na ano na you went you went through it like yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel that way too like
3: ah, <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
2: <laughs> of how like yeah like marami kating intersections din ng inter inter um racial yeah. dating din. like <laughs> dating, skinny white. Yeah. <laughs> right? Go- yeah. yeah. Whether queer or straight, but like, alam mo yun, like, I thought, ako din. Mm. I was like, you know, she queer, she out there. <laughs> <laughs> she's out there. <laughs> yeah. And, um I mean like, siguro like, years before, no, early stage, the colonization journey ko, and mm. like, my own, um, body image journey, is like, I'm on my dates,
3: and like, it's where Edmonton, so many white queers.
0: <laughs> love. I'm <laughs> pool, All love to our white queers here in a Miskuchi Yes, we love them. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And
3: swipe, swipe, swipe. Yes, swipe, why spikes queers.
2: <laughs> Can I get some options? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in It's like, like, what you call at first, I thought, do I have? Am I not finding my person or like the right people for me because I'm not masculine, white, and skinny. I, and mm. tall. I remember I was. I'm, I used to be insecure about my height too. And I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm not because I'm tan, brown, and small. Mm-hmm. And fat, like, na hindi ako kaya people don't find me attractive. Like, mm-hmm. that was like yeah. years ago, early into yeah. dating. Because like, yung went on dates, usually, pute, yeah. skinny, ganyan, and like, conventionally, attractive. by standard, at, yeah. attractive by that standard. Yeah. And then, like, ah, kaya ba ako hindi makahanap, ganyan, is because of that. But then, like, yunya, yeah. and then, also, like, that energy, too, of like, us feeling shrink and small na hindi naman natin, it's not our fault it's not our asalaman it's heavily ingrained but also like that affects our confidence levels yeah. that affects our self esteem yeah. so like oh, man, naman, and then hindi pa ako communicative nun. it's yeah. hard to communicate yeah. <laughs> right to potential partners yeah yeah and then uh, you're just there insecure shrinking yourself mm-hmm. small it affects your relationship yeah. confidence levels. And even like I don't mean like careers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you like you don't deserve not to take up space. You feel like you don't deserve to take up space. Yeah. And it affects yung it affects the yung different aspects in life natin or like we're not worthy of having like a community. Yeah. You know, but like when really it starts within then. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It starts
2: within like yung, um really accepting or being
0: neutral about ourselves. Yes, first. yeah, it's the first step. Yeah, cause I you know when I first made my accounts on on Bumble, I never went on Tinder. Tinder scared the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> like, sorry, but men on Tinder—that's—I don't even want to talk about that. But <laughs> when I would be concerned of like, oh, are people gonna think? Are they gonna think that I'm attractive? Or and even when I went on my first date, I was thinking to myself like, "Oh, is he like?" I had this thought before leaving like, "Is he gonna think that I'm too fat? That I'm too big? Is he not gonna want to get intimate with me because I'm too fat and big?" And like, f- mind you, like I wasn't interested in having casual like sexual relations at that point of dating, but it was still something that I had considered. I was like. Is he going to keep going on dates with me? Like, I I mean, for myself, like, the sexual aspect, that sexual interest, I didn't want to do it just because of, like, my own, like, interest. Like, I didn't want to. It wasn't because I was fat, but I did have that thought of, like, who's going to swipe on me because I look this way, Mm -hmm. right?
2: There's
3: nothing wrong yeah. with how you look. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's just it's it's crazy to think that like we're held back so much mm-hmm. by, yeah, by fat phobia, internalized fat phobia, and also like that's so valid. Na like yung, yung na ano mo na like somewhat you've had thoughts of like compromising your own boundaries. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: right. Yeah, that's how fat phobia affects us. Like, yeah, I, you know?
0: Yeah, I I definitely like betrayed my own boundaries in like a lot of my dates i mean leading up to my current partner now um and like (laughs) when i think about being with my current partner um i'll be very honest and transparent to everyone who's listening that i made it my mission i think ever since i was 14 to not date uh a filipino man
3: oh, okay, <laughs> okay.
0: I, like i didn't mind seeing myself with filipino women or like fem presenting like you know as long as you weren't a filipino man Okay, go green light. But otherwise, as Erica takes a sip of her of her drink, I made it like I it was a conscious thought. I think I was in church. I was like, I'm never going for a Filipino man.
3: <laughs> okay, so the the Filipino man, Filipino man,
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> special place in my heart yes but i mean the ironic thing though is after i said that i think two or three of my crushes were filipino guys but the thing is that was different was that they were all raised and some of them were born here so they were still in a sense to me like oh it's okay they're they're not they're not that filipino they're not that Filipino guy. Cause to me, like that dating pool of of Filipino men, I thought to myself, like, oh, they drive a Honda Civic. They <laughs> they want someone. They want someone. They want a Delagam Philippinex in th- in the passenger seat. Eh. But I'm so loud and I'm like really uh, what is it called? I'm so vulgar, like they're not gonna want yeah, me. Vulgar. So yeah,
3: submissive, yeah. <laughs>
2: assets right and you know what good for you for realizing that. good for you for like you know, coming up with your own choices and owning up your choices to that, I, I i see that i see that like i get you i get you on that i get you yeah. it's a very shared alam you uh know, what you call it very shared experience among Filipino women yeah. either straight or queer to so like not go for Filipino plus uh, toxic masculinity plus regular toxic Filipino yeah you know intersect the two yeah yeah even even you know I'm like I hold so much space you know and like everyone's on their own Yep. But like, yeah, that's true. Like, I so get that. i kah- kahit for me. I can find Filipino man attractive. Yes, like, okay, of course. less hot, attractive. But I already know. I already <laughs> right. I love, <laughs> I already know. Um, I know their moves. I've had a lot of like, alam mo Like in Philippines, like I've had like my what you call it? Dating legal, legal, yeah. landi landi flirtation yeah. with like. Filipino men and usually except lalo na yung mga conventional like yung mga alam nilang attractive sila yeah, yeah. mga player type mga fa- yeah. Filipino <laughs> I know you all are hot
0: yeah
2: <laughs> right pero like I know their moves and yeah. how they think like yeah, hindi naman sa no, generalizing but like yeah, you get me right like yeah, in, yeah yung mga Filipino popcorn. yeah it's
0: like it's like if you don't want me to think this way prove me wrong <laughs> I don't like generalizations as much as the next person, but prove me wrong.
3: Prove me wrong. <laughs> That's it. I kung
2: gusto
0: mong maibay, oh, ibahin mo. <laughs> and,
2: wow, this is so wow. This is so relatable. Na mo yun na, like they pull off the same moves, It's like mm. they somewhat some all
3: the same expectations Yeah. of like
2: Filipina women. Yeah, alam yun yeah. like um na yun nya, yeah ma- gender roles yeah ano parang gets ko tak bakit ayaw mo with like Filipino because like do you like in uphold pa rin nila yung stereotypical na gender roles na when you get married asawa housewife yeah and like babies like yung pano kung hindi yung
3: yeah. hindi mo gusto yeah. right? yeah
0: they have
3: to do their work for me right yeah yeah <laughs> like,
0: like if if the thing to me it's like i mean i had a very like close up you know experience of what Filipino men are like. My dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
3: so and so, so like, yeah, right.
0: like yes. So like I know what Filipino men are like when when it comes to communications Standards and all of the like things that they expect because mm. I've seen it firsthand, and I've hung out at like church youth groups with Filipino boys before, and they're
3: and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Catholic, Catholic Christian.
0: just just Protestant, better better like oh, they
3: <laughs> spicy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm Protestant actually. <laughs> yes exactly like i knew that there was an image and like uh just a demeanor that you know they would want or are attracted to so it was actually really ironic because like the last guy i went on a date with before meeting my partner i was like okay fine i'll try a filipino guy at least one time (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I,
3: you know, you never know.
0: And I was so scared because he was so much thinner than me. We went to hot pot. I ate a lot, but he was—he like kept giving me compliments. But alam mo, like when. You know, when it's not genuine, and it, like you were saying, like the Filipino men, like their moves, I hope he's living a good life. Like, I wish him all the best. But everything that he was saying, everything that he was doing, I was like, See, this is why I avoided you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's <right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: why I know, Filipino men are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs> As, mm-hmm. ano, Finding Nemo. <laughs> <person>.
3: <laughs> oh my God! With and our friends. Yeah.
2: Like, kind of like for me, I can keep you at a cute distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be an I can be an all. Oh, you can be my friend, but uh-uh. yeah, uh, uh-uh, yeah. Ah, right. Like the same moves, to-to-o yun, Because like, yeah, it still ties down sa ano, like the expectations nila ng dalagang team, Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, uh. Like, okay, I, I wish you all a good life. I wish you yeah. find that. But de- definitely, in so Filipino dating, I can see a lot of that. Both men and Filipino women uh, yeah. upholding pa rin yung standards. Yeah. The
0: criteria that hinahanap nila is like
2: tall, skinny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and there's like, for me, I Jobs. wouldn't... Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't oh. mind any of those if it wasn't like... It, exclusive right Thank like it's because it there's a difference between like not fitting that standard and accepting it and being it'll being okay but then there's also not fitting into that standard and not feeling like you have a lot of worth so you know what i gave them my fair i give them a fair shot okay <laughs> you can't <laughs> you
3: can't a shot that's that's what's important I mean. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you next and then I found my fiance so
3: <laughs>
0: finger heart, finger heart. <laughs> yeah.
2: And like you know it was, it was a
0: dream. Yes, yes. I had to kiss a lot of frogs, but <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an activist actually <laughs> for these Filipino men. But and the thing is, like going back to like being fat is like my partner is also a fat person and really? um and he's much darker than me. And I'm mm-hmm. very excited to bring him home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. yes, baby, Plug your yes.
0: yes, this is my fat, dark, tall man. So, yes. like, What's
3: gonna
0: say about yeah, exactly. And I and I'm I'm kind of worried that he will receive comments about his weight and his skin, but I know that he doesn't give a <laughs> shit. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful yeah. Okay,
3: yes,
0: yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. But,
3: and
2: alam mo yon kapag yung nandungka na sa level of awareness niya and mm. you come home and then lagi like marinigman parang oh outside of them yeah. like they're still on that yeah. Yeah, and din, rin, I know when I come home. I know I'm gonna receive. I think I became more loud, brown, and queer when I <laughs> It's like you mo see like, mga yeah. old photos ko in the Philippines like reband. Iung hair ko. Wow. I, hold me. I hold it sacred to me because I embrace kuna yung natural curly hair ko. Mm. Which is like mung bata ako yung talaga. Yeah. And then I straightened it a lot in yeah. the Philippines, and then a few for a few years here too. And like, you know, yeah, I feel like going back to that. Nah, I, I already know that I'm gonna get a lot of comments. Yeah. Up also now, now that we have that realization, and to tayo headspace headspace to, na like it's not us, hindi tayo yung mali. yeah. But it was the passed down intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. sadly still upheld. Yeah yeah
0: yeah, and and i think like I, i've been home twice and um and like it's so weird because like you i don't know if, if, if you've ever gotten this i can't say that everyone gets this but like being fat and filipino and then coming home and mm-hmm. then getting the comment oh Pumayelka! it's like mm-hmm. Am I supposed to be, feel happy? Like, how do I feel? How do I feel, right? But at the same time, I think, my, like, my family, they're, like, especially my aunts, my titas and titos, they're, like, kind of, like, changing. Um, it's not as big of a topic, which I'm thankful for. But I think culturally, it's still pretty prevalent for, like, fatphobia. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, um, yeah.
0: But, yeah, like, coming home is, like, I was very anxious on my flight back home because I didn't know what to expect. Um, and when, like, I stopped eating because I was full and I was listening to my body, they're asking, like, oh, you're not going to eat more? And it's like, right? is that a bait?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I almost Yeah, the lines are kind of blurry. Because sometimes... It's a love language. It's a yeah. social-cultural connection. Theme. Yeah, And also, at the same time, are you upholding fat phobia on me right now? Yeah. Or do you genuinely want me to enjoy more food? And sometimes, it's meshed. Unaware yung person speaking na, na it's mesh, na yeah. hindi nila alam. And like, hindi pa ako naka-away in the Philippines yeah. since I got here. So, it's been seven years. From 2015. Hopefully, in the next one to two years, I, yes. I want to come home. But also, na and kind of like, here's my thought about it is that us existing in our queer brown fat bodies and coming home to our lands, it's a resistance.
3: Mm.
2: It's a resistance. Being happy in this queer brown fat body. Yeah. Yeah, it's an act of resistance. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm not coming home in the image that they expect. but i'm still happy because like that's a thing where it's you're so right of like i want to come home and i want to bring bathing suits i want to bring bikinis go to the beach and enjoy my body outside and like that is enough like resistance for me Nah, even coming here I probably didn't change in the ways that they expected me to. Where, oh, maybe I would have become skinnier since I got here and stuff like that. No, I got got even fatter. But I got even happier. So...
3: (laughs) Happier. And I've
2: become more comfortable in my skin, in my body, in my vessel. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's an act of resistance. Yeah. I know that? And... yeah, I thought that, and then I said, Oh, I'm going to work out, I'm shred i work
3: out.
2: But yeah. then, like, na. yeah. na i is being But then, like, I'm like, I wanna come home content and I wanna leave it down when yes, I come home. Yes. yes, that's right. Like we go on our swimsuits, yes. swim at the beaches, yes. magano hiking, yes. enjoy it, eat in it, in it. Yes. wear what you need to wear. Yeah. Yes. And I also hold space for the uncomfortable moments. It surely is, yeah. not, easy. It surely oh, is yeah. not easy. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, because cause Filipinos like to look. <laughs> yes. I know that, because I like to look and I'll be like <laughs> so they people will watch and people will say things behind you and then and, and all that like there's going to be uncomfortable moments but like you said it's changed so much that I'm ready to embrace it because yes. you've changed your standards of what happiness looks like and at the same time like even if your body does change uh whether you're fatter or skinnier it is what it is that's such a recurring phrase from my partner it's like it is what it is Yeah.
2: And while it is what it is, we are still we are so deserving. Yeah. Of the good things in life. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
2: And enjoying experiencing life in these bodies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a privilege Mm -hmm. to to age. It's a privilege to experience life. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. There's it's it's very exciting. Nah. Yeah, uh, I'm just happy. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, I'm super excited for you to come home, fat, brown, and queer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I left, when I left, ano ako so twenty twenty one years old, glass 10, like you know, lots of rebond, yeah. straight. Because di ba sobrang yeah. sa atin yes. products and like rebond, like we just like heavily chemical and heat straightening your hair. Yeah. I did that since like. 12 years old wow kasi yeah kasi ba sobrang ang taas ng tingin upheld like yung straight hair yes sa out and I remember at like 11 or 12 I'm like ah oh, gusto ko din ng straight yeah. hair like my classmates yeah. yeah tapos alam mo yun narealize ko na curly hair is so beautiful yeah. natural textured hair yes. is yes. so beautiful yeah and like yung health din ng hair natin yeah. yeah so yeah I left Back then, again, and then, like really, like trying to like become skinny or like yeah. smaller, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it will be fun. Yeah. Pagmuri ako, yeah. And then like owning our hotness. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, shit.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
3: You're welcome. That's right. Aling kalimanakit na maganda.
0: Ang ang sweet naman ng buhay mo f- to see me. <laughs>
3: That's right. I'm like mm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and 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 like that's like what I'm super excited about. Ugh, now I can't wait to save up and go home with my partner because I've been telling him like I want to go back home to the Philippines with him. Yes. And really just live it up and go hiking, you know, where what I want to wear cuz I think when I first came home, I wore pretty hot hot attire I was hot in it because you know it it was in a climate that I shouldn't have been wearing that stuff but I wanted to hide certain parts of my body but I mean like it's okay to wear both like I'll have a mixed wardrobe of both but at least you know sharing more of of my body isn't gonna be like a bad thing yeah Yeah. that's right yes I'll tell you my roles and i'll tell people to call me taba ching ching go ahead ahead,
2: you go ahead you You can stare yeah you can look you can say whatever you want to say and i'm gonna leave it down yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can call me taba ching ching just put miss in front of it thank you
2: (laughs) thank you yeah it doesn't negate any of my hotness it doesn't negate any of my self-worth my yeah. confidence. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Yeah,
0: and
2: like just being community, solid. yung community. Yes.
0: Is, is yeah. Like,
2: um, to enjoy that aspect when when we come home when you come home, like yung, um sense of community yeah. that I really yeah. miss. Like growing up, I was raised with cut alam mo? Yeah, play yeah,
3: yeah. Kap- bahay all day. Yeah. And you can uh, be left
0: with your kap- uh, I guess in the in this last. Portion of the podcast, if you don't mind, I wanted to just tap into. So you've entered the fitness world, the fitness industry. What has that been? What has that been like as a fat, queer, brown Filipinx?
3: All right. Well, it's been a ride. Right. It's been a ride.
2: It's what I'm gonna say. yung right? <laughs> <laughs> In Instagram post I have my own fair shares so- of. My struggles mm. of like, like, I feel like not taken as seriously, mm. you know, especially by white cis men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, fitness spaces, which is the fitness industry, and fitness spaces are like saturated with those. Yeah. And then yeah. the fitness industry, mm-hmm, I have my own feelings yeah. about fitness industry. Like it has to be burned to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and start, over, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, it's been a ride lots of ups, lots of downs, but also at the same time, like, yung, pagka okay, yung may mga instances na ganyan, um, na, like, someone, like, crosses my boundaries at the gym, like, now, I am on my journey of, like, upholding my boundaries, every experience,
3: mm.
2: I'm gonna get better, with, mm. like, um, advocating for mine and my people's, um, autonomy, and, like, picking up our spaces uh-huh. at the gym and how it's been like, um, may have I mean, had struggles, but also yung mga happy moments. There were, there's so many of it. I'm like, I've had clients and friends who said like, oh, these spaces, yung mga equipments, they used to
3: intimidate me. Uh-huh.
2: I used to like feel scared seeing equipments at the gym and like not knowing how to. And then one of my clients said like, I feel like I do belong now. Mm. I do belong and it's just tools. It's just equipment. I belong. (laughs) It's my goal. That's the goal. Yeah. And then like, yung mga other clients with them who like, I've never seen myself on the squat rocks doing these things. Doing cool shit. Yeah. Lifting heavy. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, now, I'm like, other people are looking at me. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Out of admiration. Like, I'm like, I'm like squat rocks. mga yeah. yeah, and
3: like,
2: yeah, <laughs> and uh, what do you call it? Knowledge is empowering, yeah, yeah, and that's that's my goal, and I feel like I'm living it. I'm yeah. definitely living it. So despite ng mga struggles, yeah. I'm very proud of that. Yes, yeah, and um, ako naman, as a queer brown person, I've had my own in the my fitness journey and then the fitness industry. Then I've had my own dance.
3: Yeah. with my own
2: body image journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in you know, na like um yung external and internal mm-hmm. uh, struggles and journey with body image and fat phobia. Yeah. And then like I got into fitness and then like wow, there's so much more into it outside of body image mm-hmm. and uh, I'm doing meditation. it gave me autonomy yeah. with, like Na yung confidence to take up my space. It's something I'm passionate about. It's a tool. It's
3: yeah.
2: for a form of education that I can share to our people. It's yes. my mode of decolonizing. Yes. It's my mode of decolonizing uh, Filipino, uh, yung, yung kin, natin and yeah. other cross-cultures too. It's yeah. like we have a lot of shared experiences yes. as people of color with other marginalized groups. Yeah. And it's something that I can give us yeah. yeah to empower ourselves breaking into fitness industry it's both hard and fun and rewarding you fitness journey to like I've 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 came through my own cross circle journey to because like being a coach' the coaching community trainer community oh has its own <laughs> has its own set of like toxic fitness creatures yeah. now I had to process and overcome. Na, like I thought at first, akala ko noon for me to become a great coach or a great trainer, I have to belong somewhere in sports. Mm. I have to have a sport, I have to train hard. I thought that I also kind of subscribed to that. And then, yan, it changed. Yeah. It changed. Like Wow, I don't need that pressure to become a great coach. Yeah. Being a great coach is seeing the person in front of you, yeah, holding space and empathy for them, and being able to guide them mm. with openness and empathy. That's yeah. what makes a great coach. And then, like, oh, yun I don't have to fit into any molds or boxes. Because mm. <laughs> very prevalent in fitness industry, in coaching industry, like, hyper-competitive. Yeah. yeah. You have to be powerlifting or you have to be doing something na- yeah. yeah, like, to look outstanding.
0: Okay, capitalism.
2: Yeah. 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 That you have to be the best and, like, you have to be selling this, this, that, 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 but six figures or, like, five figures ka as a coach, ganyan, ganyan me? You no. Know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want it, I just want a sustainable life for me and a sustainable uh, life for my clients. Too. Yeah. Na lahat tayo, we able to use, movement as a form of empowerment and we all have um, satisfied and content lives. Yeah. Yeah, like capitalism really, really drives
0: Oh, I mean, like, the fitness industry has seen a boom in in sales, right? And, like, to break through as a fat person of, like, person of color and especially, like, femme presenting, I like how you mentioned that it's saturated with buff white guys yes because it's like it's like well how you know like how are people realistically like why is the standard that you have to be look a certain way Mm because like people start somewhere and even if like their you know their goals and their achievements look different than yours like i don't want to look like a buff white man yeah
2: exactly (laughs) i want to look like me yes like me my strongest. Yes. And also what do you call that? Yeah oh, oh like totoo like yeah. I'm like I also wanna encourage more queer brown fat fat and marginalized folks na coaches. Yeah. I do have friends that I've been like uh what do you call that? Uh, I've been like typing up to na Yeah. So much pressure, yeah, Nicole sa ano sa coaching industry Maraming certified and educated, pero tak you know? yeah. especially folks uh, na ano na marginalized folks then. And, like, I've been like, I've been like, um, gassing them up and supporting uh, them because they like, we need more. Yeah. I, I don't want to be just the only yes. source of reference, source of like, um, ano, um the colonial and like. OC na yeah. na coach. I want there, there should be more. Yeah, and like that's
3: let's,
2: let's 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 take back movement. Yeah. As kung like if you think about movement too, and ng ancient movement practices yeah. Na ancestral. Yes. Yep, yep, and like ako kind of like, yes, ko. I really think na yung conventional na fitness is just one of my doorways. Yeah. I want to learn more outside, yeah. non-conventional, traditional movement practices. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, I want us to take up space and own those movements again. Yeah. Give it back to our people again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Kasi like, tayo, tayo yung underserved. Like, yung yeah. um, marginalized um, communities or underserved when it comes to fitness. Kasi, like, if you take a look at most big box gyms, see, who do you see? Like, gym goers are mostly cis-head white, the trainers are mostly cis hot white and then we uh, about uh, we try to break into that like as like gym goers we just innocently want to start and then maraming white trainers na like like okay chicken breast
0: <laughs> oh my god
2: <laughs> can we not can we season
0: <laughs> my adobo my adobo ba chicken yung. <laughs> that's chicken <laughs>
2: Exactly! And like, yeah, like, alam mo yon, um, upheld na, like, cultural foods are, like, not healthy. Yeah. And, like, that's another thing na, alam yon, has to be decolonized, na, like, yeah. our foods can be healthy too, are healthy too, they are oh. nourishing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, time to decolonize.
0: Yeah, for sure. Kasi, like, it, it's so interesting, like, having... I think, especially like in, in my late teens and early adulthood, early 20s, um, wanting to go to the gym and bring in some movement in my life because, you know, uh, it's for my health. Yes. And they'll all be like, oh, like you have to go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. But then you show up and like all of these standards, are, you know, standards are imposed on you. And not only that, they like marginalize you. They... Yeah. discriminate against you and it's like well now i don't want to go and right? sometimes they just yeah. don't understand it's like no i don't want to assimilate to your bland chicken <laughs> breast like <Yeah>. like <laughs> i love yeah. i love broccoli but girl saute that with like some sauce
3: so <laughs> <laughs>
2: and also uh, what you call it yung, sabi mo assimilation yeah so it's gate kept yeah. gate kept yung benefits ng movement ng fitness we don't get to Yeah, there's some people who do na yeah okay they can afford uh, mm. they can afford to be expensive trainers at mahal ng yeah. trainers sa corporate box gyms and like hindi paniniman siya queer trans and fat affirming yeah. disabled affirming services and they're very expensive Somehow people break through; they get the benefits. But also at the same time, sometimes you mga marginalized folks who go to the gym, sometimes it's not even their fault. They're subscribed din sila. Yeah, they get subscribed then to to the culture. Na
0: like, yeah, yeah, right. You get sucked into it.
2: Yeah, they. Some people get really into it, like you. Know, I, mean, like, I have no people can come to me for any type of goods. pero like it is just my observation a system of like progress photos mashado heavily on like what i eat in a day mashado heavily alam mo yon? like um heavily focused on like aesthetics numbers yes fitness, yeah young movement our ancestors
0: move mm yeah exactly cuz i like and, and, and you see that especially like say on social media i like I am very selective about the fitness people that I and it's very it's a very hard to find uh, fat women of color uh, you know doing fitness pages and like you said it's very much saturated of like oh what I ate in a day and it's like the cute outfits like it's there's nothing wrong with like a cute outfit motivating you to move yeah, yeah. but it's also just what's being sold like oh like you know, you have to have this cute set so that you can like, um, start moving, and it's expensive, and a lot of it's inaccessible to people. And again, like like you said, it's gate kept. So now those people can't break into it, and then we'll just—it's just that cycle of like yeah. never being able to participate at all, yeah,
2: right? Never being, never having the chance. And like ako, like yung talagang first time kung maka access ng gym for the first time is like. Sa a corporate na gym, it's like just $10 a month. And I'm like, I have no clue <laughs> what to do. Very first time stepping into the gym, I have no clue. Yeah.
0: And you're like, what do I do with that?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I lived it down. <laughs> and then like, alamin nung naano ko yung, yung benefits. And I'm like, this is so fun. And like, start na akong mag-YouTube, start na akong mag-Google-Google ng mga exercises, apps, na seven-minute workouts, ganyan-ganyan. Kahit na ano lang, squats lang, ganyan. Kahit hindi ko pa alam. <laughs> and then, what changes? Like, one time umatenda ko ng group class. Mm. That was the beginning of it. Na like, yeah, am merong isang and na trainer, and na like, this is so fun. I met, I made friends. Mm. I made friends within the gym, and like, ninety focused sa aesthetics, yeah. sa weight loss. So, because we were all having fun, it was like a community yeah. type spirit, team spirit. And I'm like, this is so fun. This is so fun. Na meron na friends outside of work and responsibilities, and we're yeah. all sharing, enjoying the same thing. And I'm like, this is so freaking empowering. Yeah. I need to pass it out. I need to pass it down. Pass it down. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We
3: deserve
2: it. And daming Filipinos. and daming nating like, we all, And daming nating na, kasi mental health stigmatized and tabooed pa rin yeah. within our families. Regular, I mean, yeah. um, Filipino households. But like, exercise movement is like, a very helpful tool. Yeah. For our mental health. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want to pass it on as much yeah. as I can.
0: Yeah, so you found community in fitness as opposed to competition, right? Because like that's what I mean. A lot of not just the fitness industry. There's a lot of industries, um, that are n- not only maybe created by capitalism, but it fuels it. So yeah, it's it's beautiful that you found community in fitness as a fat, queer, brown Filipino. Yeah. yes that's
2: true so true and I'm with my kin and I don't have the mask anymore when I'm training at the gym floor like I think people look at me look at us in sessions because I don't hold back anymore yeah. I'm like yeah yeah I'm like
3: yes what a resistance what a yeah. resistance it is yeah yeah
2: to be happy and to be empowering our folks and um, yeah so I'm, I'm very thankful of it and like like there's so many yeah, activists sa, ano, social media. Yeah. Right? But like for us to really live in those in our dreams of having like a non-capitalist or anti capitalist future. Yeah. We have to start now. Mm-hmm. We have to make those communities. Na kahit na, mm-hmm. I know we're all struggling for resources. But like even our interrelational relationships, mm-hmm. we can start there. Yeah. you know holding space being in community with people outside of what they can train us outside the female yeah right yeah it never hurts to make community to like be kind to the next person like yeah yeah fitness it's just one of my routes and Mm -hmm. i always i always try and find routes Mm -hmm. i I, I, to call it for the rest of my life i want to keep on
3: Making uh, finding rights Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. To being community. Well, I think for myself, it perfectly segues into what I wanted to get into for a closing statement. What would you like to impart on our fellow fat, maybe yes. queer, maybe yes. morena um, yes. Filipinos that are listening, and and non Filipinos that are listening that. May have a really close relationship to experiencing fat phobia,
2: okay. Yes, all right. Something to say to my fellow fat, beautiful cubits, <laughs> yes. Now, um, it is not your fault that you feel uncomfortable if you struggle with your own body image, it's definitely not your fault. And toxic white supremacist. Eh, Beauty standards are created and upheld, mm. they can also be brought down. Yes. Those things can be brought down, and um, it is the greatest um, act of resistance mm. to be living in your own body,
3: mm-hmm. to
2: be experiencing life in this brown, black, indigenous, fat body. Mm. And um, I hope you hold kindness and empathy to yourself mm. throughout the way. Yes. That's it. Like, um, it's not going to happen, you know, um, um, shift in our body image journey overnight. Yeah. It's um, an accumulation of life moments compiled in a lifetime, mm-hmm. right? And like sometimes... It's not just us. Hindi lang internal. Hindi lang individual and internal healing. Yeah. Sometimes we can heal together. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It can be both. We can heal like being community being community with brown, black, fat, disabled folks too. Yeah. We can we can heal together.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well thank you so so much, Erica. I I am just so so honored to have had this conversation and i'm sure there's gonna be more like this isn't you know this can't encompass the fat experience this can't right (laughs) yeah thank you so much and i i really hope that everyone who's who's listening uh please engage in the conversation don't just feel like this is just erica and i if this resonates with you like you have a story that matters um i know that my fellow producers was just uh they were just panel uh panel members with pinoy's on parliament and they talked about reinventing chismis and that power of storytelling so everyone everyone chime in mag chismis tayo because (laughs) that's what
2: You know what, Nicole? With like, yeah, the thought of like reinventing chismis in a non harmful, intentional way, it's actually a way of being in community. Yeah. <laughs> right? What if we all sit down and talk about what's possible? Yeah. I'm like, Let's match each other up. <laughs> Alam mo ba yun, si
3: ganito is not very happy. <laughs> Let's reinvent Marites. Yes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh
2: um, si very happy and like,
0: moon. So, yeah. Oh my God, she's sling. Oh, can you believe it? <laughs> right?
3: Diba? Yes. Yeah. Like, alam mo yan? We I- decolonized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's go, So yeah, chica chica about being mataba, taba-ching-ching, ching, all that stuff. It's all good. It's all beauty. Reclaiming being mataba and yes, yes.
3: reclaiming
2: mataba, reclaiming bakla, yeah, <laughs> Ate, reclaiming malante, yeah, <laughs> reclaiming
0: mahatgod, uh, <laughs> Um, reclaiming pockpock. <laughs>
2: Yes reclaiming
3: fall,
0: fall. oh my God, <laughs> oh my goodness well, again, I'm thank you so much, Erica, for joining me and I hope you folks learned something today, maybe about yourselves or just the community that's around us here in acuchiwa Gaikan. Let's get together and cheers mis- me. <laughs> So there we have it. The best way to heal from fat phobia is to cheese
3: <laughs>
0: And really it's within us to redefine, reclaim, and reconnect with our roots. Let's hit up ancestral knowledge and make sure to hold space for one another. What's the Chismes is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in a Amaskoji, Wazgayakan on Treaty 6 Territory, also known as Edmonton. Today's episode was produced by me, Nikki Mendiola. And a special, special, special thanks to our brilliant guests, Emmy Granado and marie Erica Sikat from Outlier Training. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket casts, and on our website, what's the transistor fm. You can also connect with us on Facebook at what's the miss cjsr, on Instagram at what's the miss or email us at chismis at cjsr That's t s i s m i s. Salamat.